Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platforms. out there i'm your host kamal this is another episode of the gap hey man if you watching or if you listening give yourself a damn hand clap i appreciate y'all and the kids are watching now oh well at least they learning something right <laughs> i appreciate y'all from the beautiful to the ugly to the in-betweeners Ooh. all right YouTube been around since 2005 for my tubers. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share. Sub and share for your boys. Ooh. For my potters though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you gotta do is type in either The Gap or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I'll pop right up. Whoo! Hey, y'all already know how we get down. We just about to hop right into it. Oh. Oh, also, I like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check that out. But uh, let's get right into it. And uh, we gotta talk about online behavior. Um, yeah, cause it's a lot of bullshit going on. God damn. People online behavior be wowing and I'm going to tie this in. I'm going to tie this in with what's going on, you know, with the Kanye. This online behavior is a little erratic, you know. And also, I talk about, you know, I'm going to talk about this TikToker. You know, he got fired from his job. Uh, yeah. Anyway, look it. My sources, again, the world, the medias of the social, all that good golly shit. You feel me? <laughs> but yeah, man, online behavior, like, I noticed, man, it's a lot of people in their online persona, man. They be wilding out. They be acting erratic, be acting crazy, saying certain shit that they know damn well they wouldn't do in real life. That online behavior got a lot of people going crazy. And, like, you see it within Kanye shit. Uh, you know, Kanye threatening to beat up D.L. Hughley. And then Steve Harvey came in like, I don't know about that, bruh. Me and D.L. Hughley from the era of a whooping yo ass era. So uh, his money on D.L. Hughley. But yeah, he talk about, I could get your touch. I got enough money for that. I'm like, damn, nigga. Incrimination. <laughs> like, bro. Also, this nigga been going at Pete Davidson a lot because we all know Pete Davidson is dating, or now they together now, Kim Kardashian, which is uh, Kanye's ex-wife. Um, yeah, and this online behavior, like, now Kanye getting stripped from the Grammys because of his online behavior, his threats, and all that shit, and, uh, I don't know, man, I saw that genius documentary, bruh, and I'm just like, I don't know, Kanye really about throwing the hands, because he ran up on bruh, but it was kind of like, uh, like a slight jog, you know, niggas really run up, I run up and whoop your ass, he ran up like, he did a slight jog, uh, then they talked, Kanye was just bitter. Then he talk. So I don't know, man, but the only behavior guy, I'm like, yo, I beat your ass. I whoop your ass. Nigga, don't fuck with me. I'm like, 
Okay, that's just trying to sound a little gangster. And he been hanging around, you know, certain gang members and stuff like that, and thugs, and the wolves, and all that. So, online behavior. Be having people go erratic. Also, it's this TikToker, right? So, I guess he's famous on TikTok. I don't the f know. But I know he got fired from his job because he basically moved into where he worked at. Because it makes sense, though. He said that basically the reason why he did it was because gas prices going hella high. You know, I got to pay so much to get to work. And then it's like, I'm wasting money doing this. So why not just move in where I work at? Kill two birds with one stone. But he had to put it on TikTok. And that's what I mean about online behavior and how it's so damaging at times. Because you would think, like, you don't want your job to know this, right? You want to keep this discreet until you really get on your feet so that you can move out of where you work at. But nope. This motherfucker has to put it on goddamn line. Goddamn, bro. Like, what the, what the hell are you thinking, bro? Jeez. Niggas is not thinking at all. Oh, my God. But, yeah. He put it on TikTok. And, yes, like you guessed it, his job found out and canned his dumb ass. That was, I thought that was stupid. It's like, I know what you're doing. You putting it on TikTok so you could get more likes, more views. I guess it got 12 million views. But who gives a about the views if you fired from your job? Unless you got a bunch of content behind you. Then I'm like, okay, now you got something to work with. But who knows? I don't know. But it's like, online behavior... Is stirring away from you being discreet. And you want to be discreet in that situation. Right? You don't want your job to find out. Clearly, if you're moving into where you work at, times must be a little rough. Unless you work it from home. Which I thought, like, bro, why is this nigga? Why can't he work from home? <laughs> I'm confused. He looked like he was in a cubicle and it looked like a like a call center, and I'm Pretty sure call centers nowadays is like, oh, you got to work from home. But they are telling motherfuckers they got to get back to work, though. So uh, that probably could have been the one thing. Like Google, they like, nah, y'all niggas coming back to the facility. You saw all this shit we bought for y'all? We bought ping pong tables, pinball machines, all this coffee maker stuff. Y'all coming in. All right? <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. But yeah, it's just... His online behavior kind of damaged him in real life. And I see this a lot in online behavior. A lot more people try to be more tough, more aggressive, more erratic, say things they would never say in, in, in people's face. In real life, they wouldn't act this way. And it's just unfortunate, man. People's online behaviors is changing the landscape of, landscape of how people really act. And how certain situations should be discreet, but they not. So, I I hope that TikToker, bro, I wish the best for a bro, because, you know, he a black man, and I want all my black men, well, I want all black people to do well, but he a black man. I want him to do well at the end of the day. I just, I just wish, like, just as people weren't so idiotic when it comes to online behavior, and it's like, they think, like, it's like a whole nother metaverse type thing but it's like no nigga you put something online 
you work somewhere or whatever, you could get potentially fired. Or you could get stripped from being at the Grammys performing. Or, you know, incrimination of shit. So, at the end of the day, my solution, I mean, like, people gonna act the way they gonna act. I don't know. This is the time and the era we live in. And I remember both times when we didn't have the internet back in the day, and now that we had the internet and how behavior is changing and shit. But my solution is basically, uh, nigga, change y'all behaviors, bro. What the f***, man? Everything don't need to be online. Sometimes you could, you could have your offline behavior, you feel me? Use that more often. Shit. Man, it be crazy, bro. I be, I be thinking, too, and I be seeing people on the phone. Like, I see, like, a skinny little white boy on the phone, right? You walk past him, he'll you go into, oh, I'm sorry. He'd be like this. You go into, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, this, you know, damn well, this nigga about to be on the phone, be like, man, I just bumped into this, this bitch ass motherfucker. You know what I mean? He didn't want the problems. You feel me? It's like, then he put dot, dot, dot. Nigga. <laughs> we like, oh. behaviors god damn yeah but my solution is like yo we some shit gotta be discreet man for real like and online behavior could be detrimental to your real life so keep that in mind you know what i mean but uh <sighs> online behavior could be very horrendous let's uh get it out of here jeez let's get into the next segment and this leads into the horrendous shit, because god damn, this film was terrible. <laughs> and we about to get into the sad segment. And, uh, oh god. Uh, this film right here. <sighs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And not the 1974 version. The 2022 version. Oh, man. Um. Wow. Uh, this was straight doo-doo water. <laughs> this was horrendous. This was terrible. This was, uh, how do you say terrible in, in French? Tarabala? <laughs> I don't know. How do you say terrible in French? How do you say terrible in Greek? Ew, this was horrible. That was a real horror. How bad this was. Jeez. Oh, my God. All right. Y'all know I'm a stat teacher, so let me hit y'all with the stats. Look it. IMDb gave it a 4.8, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 33%. And you know what? Frick them critics, because I agree with them. God damn, this was horrible. And the people out there gave it a 50%. You know what? I was in cahoots with everybody. Y'all all good hand claps. The kids agree. Yeah. What the hell is this? God damn. I don't know what the hell I was watching. Oh, uh, this ironic just came out four days after V-Day, February 18, 2022. That's when this came out. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. This is directed by David Blue Garcia. And like I keep saying, you feel me? Hey, directing wasn't bad. Color palettes were great. It felt fit the mood of the movie. But I keep stressing when the storyline is f***ing poop. I don't care, like the movie is it's gonna be terrible. And like I say, I give leeway to comedies 
when the storyline is poop. Unless it's a horror film where it's like it's so bad that it's like comical, then I kind of be like, all right, you know. But nah, this wasn't it. They kind of messed this up. They shouldn't remakes, man. I I, I don't know, man. When it comes to remakes, a lot of times people f them up, and I'd rather them not have a remake. But they did it, and it was terrible. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout out to your directing, cause it wasn't that, bruh. It was a storyline, terrible. Uh, this cat had had uh Sarah uh damn. This, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of spell check. Cause I'll be typing and I'll be thinking like, oh, it's gonna have the right thing. And I think it was supposed to be born, but it turned into yarn. But I could be wrong. But yo, she was, ah, she was a masterpiece. But uh, her character was Melody. She wasn't too bright in the movie though. Mark Burnham, and he was Leatherface, the easiest character you could ever play. All you gotta do is Leatherface is. But I don't know, but his name in the movie was Dante Speedy. And his name is a character in the shy is Dante. I think he just likes playing a Dante. <laughs> this is what I mean. These niggas was like, you know what? Uh, uh, what should we name the black character? Um, uh, well, he is a Dante in the shy, so let's keep him as Dante and change his last name. Oh, God. And they had hella more characters, you know. Like I said, like real talk, the 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 acting wasn't bad, but they like they had them do goofy shit, and I'm like, this is fucking goofy. Why the fuck would they do this? And also, it was just the storyline was freaking terrible. Anyway, this was an American horror slasher. I don't know why they say it's a slasher, but I I feel like horror is one thing, but I I'm gonna say the quick. A horror slasher film, which was a sequel of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. Which I'm dumbfounded because I thought Leatherface was dead. Didn't they kill Brad? They had like nine other Chainsaw Massacres and I felt like they murked them at every one. Is bruh a cat? I, fig I figured it out. Dang. Leatherface is a cat. And you know what I say about cats? They connect with the supervillain. And Leatherface is a supervillain. Oh my god. I, d I done cracked the code. Oh my god. I give myself a goddamn hand for that one. Goddamn. Call that, call that nigga Leathercat. <laughs> Damn, bro. Each one he dies. Where he comes back. Oh my god. <sighs> but like I say, this movie was terrible. The storyline. This was the plot, y'all. And I know. I'm just going, I'm going to make y'all angry. But this is the plot. The plot of the movie was uh, Dante and Melody, they went in on an adventure together with two other people, and they're coming in this town to renovate shit and bring in their food. They're like foodies or something. They're bringing their restaurant and bringing other businesses. 
And so this old desolated town. And of course, Leatherface and his mom live there. And um, they're coming in and, you know, they having a big little party and stuff like that. And basically they knock on the door and they basically was like, what the hell are you doing here? Ain't nobody supposed to be here to the mom. And the mom literally was like, nah, I'm staying here, bro. First mistake. First of all, you see how they creepy and shit, right? Creepy ass house. She in there. You know what I would have done? And you saw this big ass nigga kind of walk by the stairs. You know what I did? I would have been like, you know what? I'm going to bring you a plate. You can stay in here. We ain't even going to kick you out. I'll bring you a plate. That's what they should have done, but nope. And <laughs> I guess the plot of the movie is reverse gentrification. gentrification they're trying to kick out an old white woman and it's a black dude and some spanish chick wow plot what a plot twist Rah. and then at the end of the day leatherface kills everybody that was the whole plot of the movie it be terrible it's the other texas chainsaw massacres were were better you know what you know it has been better if they made it right all right Mark Burnham, you did your thing as Leatherface. I mean, it's an easy character to play. But they should have got Ted Cruz. I don't know. He fits the description of a fat, ugly motherfucker wearing people faces. Ted Cruz should have been casted as Leatherface. <laughs> what y'all think out there? Well, y'all let me know. But yeah, that was the plot of the movie. And then came in, weird-ass mom. Mom was like, nah, y'all ain't taking shit over. Da-da-da. Then the mom had a heart attack. Oh, my God. And then as they were driving her to the hospital, she dies. Leatherface is in there, pissed off. She's, they, uh, the other white chick that they came with was in there. And then, like, Leatherface got mad and then started killing everybody. Boom. Crashed to the thing. Ding, ding, ding. And, uh, y'all know Leatherface. Y'all know what he's known for. He... He cuts off his mom's face, wears it so he could have her persona. And I guess she's a killer. But in every leather face, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, whatever name they want to call it, she ain't killed not one person. She's rude, but she ain't killed nobody. So, yeah, and just kills everybody. And then you had this one dude, he's supposed to be like the badass, the sheriff or whatever, but... He wasn't too badass. Like, he kind of was dumb. He came in with the gun like this, and Leatherface slapped his arm and disintegrated it, and he Bored. died, killed him, killed everybody. I don't think anybody lived. Like, and it, even the little Spanish chick, she was about to get away, Melody, and he comes up, ch saws off her freaking head with a chainsaw. The end. That was the end of the movie. I'm like, ah. And it's like, Bro, like, they, how's this a sequel, bro? Nigga was dead. Now he's alive. His mom was dead. His mom in the regular one, he cut her face off and wore The only scary part about this, and it wasn't too scary to me, but I was like, ooh, okay, was like, like, when they were in the, like, cornfield or whatever, and they found his mom, and her face was gone, I was like, ooh, that was spooky. Ugh. <sighs> yeah, that was the only spooky thing. Other than that, nothing was spooky. Just very gruesome. A lot of killing. Uh, killed everybody. 
killed the whole party. <laughs> Literally, he was the party crasher. He killed the party. He killed that party bus. And I don't mean performing-wise. Well, I guess the Leatherface, he was performing. <laughs> what a killer performance. <laughs> I love my dad jokes, and I have no kids. <laughs> ah, what a killer performance, bruh. Nah, but, uh, yeah. Killed everybody. We're just murking. A murkathon. That's what we call this. This is a murkathon. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Y'all, I'm done. All right, that was the end. He sawed off her head, killed everybody. Look it, he killed my joy, this movie. Damn. Poo on this. Poo on this damn movie. What the? Y'all getting crickets, too. What in the holy hair it was this? Ugh. Terrible. Like I say, though, I do not deter you, nor do I encourage you to go watch shows, films, or listen to albums. I just tell you my spiel, and you do whatever you want with it, all right? Once again, that was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. <sighs> I got a gripe with you, too, Netflix. We're going to talk about that another time. <sighs> well, on to the next segment. Y'all know what time it is. Ooh-wee! It is meantime. Uh, I got some juicy memes for y'all. All righty then. All right. So we got a meme, you know, had, we talked about Kanye earlier and online behaviors. And uh, we have Kanye looking over her bushes and he kind of stalking, harassing. Because that's what he's been doing lately. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, and it has Kanye looking over her bush and it reads, nothing to see here. Uh-oh. Creepy. Is Kanye turning into Leatherface? Because that's what Leatherface was doing that time. He was peeking and kind of, and then wham, yeah. on your ass. <laughs> Boy, Creepathon. All right. So, talked about, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and got Leatherface in the picture. And it reads, I'm starting my own cosmetic line. Okay. My first is going to be called the Texas Chainsaw Mascara. <laughs> I think his mom had a little bit of makeup on when he sold off the face. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Wow. New line. Maybe it's Maybelline. No. Maybe it's a leather face. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. Oh, that's funny. I wonder how many women would buy this. Uh, <laughs> all right, man, we got another meme, bro. And I don't believe this, but it's a lot of men out there that do believe this. I think this is bull malarkey, but whatever. So look it. The pictures, it has a cucumber. It has a shower... The shower top thing, the shower head, and spraying out water. Then it has a, a vibrator. Vibrators look weird nowadays. <laughs> it's a, yeah, the, a woman pleasure machine. We'll call it that. Then it has Pete Davidson, all in squares. And it reads, women, dot, dot, dot. 
Men will anything. Then it says at the bottom, also women, dot, dot. And it has the pictures all below. And it's saying that women will anything also. And I don't, <laughs> I don't think women are men anything else. But they got the Pete Davidson. Come on, bro. How you gonna have in the same category? That's wow. Oh my goodness, bro. That is wow. And you know why I brought on Pete Davidson? I ain't even gonna tell y'all. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Jeez! <laughs> Comedy! <laughs> oh man! Look, man. I appreciate y'all. Bro, I'm getting some great feedback, some great comments. I appreciate y'all because when I was first doing this, I was getting some very nasty comments. You feel me? A lot of negativity. But I don't mind the negativity because I was flaming their ass. You feel me? I was flaming the shit out these motherfuckers. But I'm getting some positive comments now and I appreciate y'all. I even appreciate y'all with the negative comments because you know what that means? That means y'all watched it. So give yourself a goddamn hand clap. The kids are watching now too. Hopefully they learning something. I appreciate all y'all. From the beautiful to the ugly to the in-betweeners. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Uh, this is another episode of The Gap. I'm your host, Kamal. Look, for the tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share. Sub and share for your boy. For my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. On all them platforms, all you gotta do is either type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I pop right up. I like to thank my sponsor. Excuse me. Sorry, guys. I like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. Look, the link to the shop is gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the garments. Ooh -wee! Uh. On that note, I'm out of here. Peace out, y'all. I still, I still vote for Ted Cruz to be Leatherface. That ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> this was good. This was good. Ooh, yeah.